and welcome to episode number 180 of the Lions podcast presented by BetMGM. My name is Matt Brown, joined each and every week by Stephen Anders, who we run down all the big news, all the big happenings, all the big bets in this crazy gambling industry of ours. We're going to talk all these quarterback battles and what those mean for these teams, or does it mean anything at all, in our opinion, from a betting standpoint? We'll talk about perhaps some golf strategies that you can use over the next couple of weeks as we wind down this golf season and head into NFL season. Of course, we'll also talk the beginning of college football. But uh, Stephen, let's uh, let's go ahead and start things off here with the one that I think is one that people, if you are paying attention to what the coach was saying, you probably knew this, but there was still plus money available on Monday for Teddy Bridgewater to be the starting quarterback of the of the uh, Broncos. And I had said a couple of different times on the show that I host over on VEASAN, I was like, hey, if you live in a jurisdiction where Teddy Bridgewater is plus money to be the week one starter for the Broncos, go and bet that right now. Vic Fangio has all but said he wants to start Teddy Bridgewater. It's one of those things where all he would ever mention about Drew Locke was the physical tools. He'd be like, oh, yeah, it looks great when it leaves his hand. And oh, yeah, you know, he's he's really worked on this. That, that. But when he talks about Teddy Bridgewater, he was just glowing. He was just like, man, he's got control of that huddle. And the guys really, really respect him in the locker room. And, you know, there's more to there's there's more to it than when it just leaves your hand and all, like everything like that. And so I thought the writing was on the wall. But um, what say you and what do you think about this? from a, a betting standpoint that Teddy is at least going to be their quarterback. I imagine he's going to have a four to six game leash unless he's just absolutely horrible before, you know, they would even look to make a change whatsoever. I think this is a good lesson for us as betters to constantly remind ourselves to not overreact to preseason NFL results, right? I mean, this was a quarterback battle, but that's only a small picture of what we're seeing from preseason games. So if if the Broncos and this coaching staff were satisfied with what they saw in Drew Locke this offseason, they wouldn't have been pushing to try and get Aaron Rodgers. They wouldn't have been trading for Teddy Bridgewater, uh, even though it wasn't high draft capital that they used to acquire him. So there were multiple signals that they were not satisfied with Drew Locke as a potential starting quarterback option. So in those situations, especially if you're getting offered plus money, the chances are, in reality, in my mind, an implied probability of greater than 50% that they're going to go with the new guy, given all of those different factors. So if you're getting odds with an implied probability below 50%, aka plus money, there are worse bets you could make than that. Yeah. And and one of the things that I was just, you know, one of the things with that as well is it's not one of those. It is your bet. It is a futures bet. However, this thing is settled week one. Right. So like, you know, I don't advocate for a ton of people because your bankroll doesn't really allow for these a lot of these futures bets. You know, I mean, it's just a lot. A lot of people, it's better to have the money working for them throughout the course of the season. But something like this, where you're only needing to get to week one of the season. And I thought, you know, again, reading the tea leaves, writing on the wall between the lines, whatever you want to say, 
Uh, I thought that it was fairly obvious that Fangio really, really, really wanted to start Teddy Bridgewater. And um, that does indeed end up the case. I know there were plus 140s available as late as Monday this week. So hopefully you two were able to read the tea leaves and get in on that. But I think one thing that that does do, Stephen, for me from a standpoint is if there's any futures that you had on players, specifically receivers for the Broncos, I actually feel more comfortable in them. And I understand that Drew Locke is is more physically gifted. And I understand that Drew Locke has a better arm and can push the ball down the field a little bit better. But Teddy Bridgewater is not going to turn the ball over near as much. Teddy Bridgewater is going to extend drives. And if you're not punting the ball away and the offense has the ball, then there's more opportunity for these players to get to where they need to get. So whether it's a yardage total or a reception total or whatever it might be, from these receivers, I'd actually feel more comfortable with Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback than Drew Locke. And I know that that's a little counterintuitive to what we say a lot of times because we lean towards these guys with these crazy physical tools. But Drew Locke is so careless with the ball. They are so bad on third down with Drew Locke. And I I think, you know, look, the more you have the ball, the more opportunity you have and the more chances we're going to get to get to these overs or, you know, whatever. If you have unders, then maybe you wanted Drew Locke to be quarterback. But, you know, if you're looking at overs, I think this is a good thing for you. Yeah, this is why a couple episodes back here in our in our season long NFL props uh, we advocated for waiting to bet overs in certain situations until we got more information. Well, the minute I saw Teddy Bridgewater was the starting quarterback, I went to bet MGM and checked out the Jerry Judy yardage over under. And I bet Jerry Judy, uh, I got it at 910 and a half. It's now at 925 and a half for Jerry Judy. Uh, but I still think that's a fairly conservative number given what we know about this offense. And by the way, this Jerry Judy discussion sparked a huge back and forth debate and argument in a in a friendly battle here in the in the line slack earlier this week where it was me and our director Brett Colson advocating for the over on Jerry Judy yards and then Mo Noir and Brett Gibbons are two fantastic writers advocating for the under I am squarely team over here when it comes to Jerry Judy he had the most off target and incompletions responsible by the quarterback last year of any wide receiver in the league on top of that He now goes, per Warren Sharp, from the number one toughest schedule against pass defenses to the number one easiest schedule against pass defenses this year. So I think the arrow points up for Jerry Judy. I know that he had some drops last year, but I don't see I think his targets are safe, even with Cortland Sutton coming back. I think Teddy Bridgewater is a quarterback who unlocked two 1000 yard wide receivers last year, despite the knock on him and and I don't know how accurate it is, but there's at least a knock that he's a conservative quarterback that doesn't push it downfield. Well, Jerry Judy gets open. And even though he had some drops last year, if he just has an average number of targets that are actually catchable and on target, then this should be an easy thousand yard season for him in my mind. Yeah. I'm with you guys on the over. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to weasel my way into that channel or something because uh, I, I, that is that. Yeah, you missed out on a, we do bottle bets. So if, if whoever wins, you get a nice bottle of yeah, what you want. It is, uh, it is definitely a lean to the over for me as well on this. I mean, I, I understand the Cortland Sutton thing as well. He's coming back off of a super, super major injury. And I think that there is a chance that Jerry Judy becomes the de facto absolute 
unquestioned number one receiver for this team with Cortland Sutton being probably the best number two you could you could ask for outside of the A.J. Brown, Julio Jones tandem that you've got. So, I mean, I, I do. I, I really I really do like the over there. And I think that Teddy Bridgewater is a a big bonus for anybody that had overs for the Broncos. Some of the other news that came out regarding quarterbacks this week, and this is all the stuff that, you know, look, we can bet we we can bet on this stuff. We have talked about the lines for these things. So giving you the updates on how these go, I think is interesting. And also what this means for these teams moving forward. Like we said, I, I think it's a positive for the Teddy Bridgewater thing for Broncos overall in general. Then the Niners come out and there was an interview, and I'm sure you saw it because I know you are a Niners fan, where it's yeah. uh, where basically Kyle Shanahan all but said Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the starter. Jimmy Garoppolo with this giant grin on his face all but said, yes, I've been told that I'm going to be the starter, though they would not go ahead and just admit it to the press and would not admit it to the public. And then there was this rumor that, OK, they're interested in kind of doing this whole Drew Brees Taysom Hill thing where they're going to do a back and forth between Garoppolo and Trey Lance and, and, and all that, uh, you know, look, I would feel nervous about betting first week start, like who takes the first snap of the season. If I was this knowing that they are, are going to use Lance out of the gate, that they have designed packages for him, because frankly, when we think about this, Steven, you could be right that technically Jimmy Garoppolo is the starting quarterback, but be wrong because let's say there's packages they have that, you know, that if they're at this part of the field that they're going to run these packages and different things like that, like what if the 49ers run the opening kickoff back to the eight yard line or something, or they force a turnover uh-huh. and it's, they, they start their first drive of the season on the, they are playing yeah, the line. They start their first drive of the season on the 13 yard line or whatever it might be. And that's like the perfect spot of the field that they have these Trey Lance packages drawn up. And so I am going to avoid that one. Like the plague though. I do believe Jimmy Garoppolo is the air quotes starter for them. But I would be nervous as hell to bet that given that there are going to definitely be Trey Lance packages drawn up from the get go. And you always face the horrible bad beat of this defense. Like you're saying, one, it's the Lions, two, it's this 49ers defense. Like like somebody gets a strip sack and they start their first drive at the eight yard line. And that's where this Trey Lance package is, is drawn up, you know. So for me, unbettable, but it does look like Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the guy. Yeah, I took a stab on this about a month ago in the hopes that Trey Lance would just some combination of Trey Lance just really impressing with being able to be more diverse in the playbook than Jimmy Garoppolo can. And and Jimmy Garoppolo just, you know, being his normal vanilla, you know, stale self. And, um, you know, I do agree with you that there's a there's a small possibility that the first snap comes in and they're running some kind of RPO or read option package that they just can't run with Jimmy Garoppolo at this point. But um, yeah, I would be surprised at this point if it's not Jimmy Garoppolo being the starting quarterback for the first snap of the season. So um, yeah, I, I took a stab on it a month ago at three to one odds. Cause I felt, felt like that number was just wrong. I felt like it, it was, it was more closer to 50, 50 than that number said. Uh, but yeah, at this point I'm not feeling very good about it. And if I had to bet it today, I would just bet Garoppolo. We have the golf season coming to an end. I know Stephen and I are are shedding a tear. Brett Colson with us, uh, you know, throughout the course of the of the football season, be joining us here on the pod. He is also 
shedding a tear as well. Love to bet golf, love to watch golf, love the state of the game of golf right now with everything. And as we are speaking right now, as we are recording this, the BMW Championship is underway. It is the second to last tournament of the season. And the reason you're going, hey, what are you talking about? Tournament's already underway. Well, Stephen, this is one of those things where we're we're down to the 70 best players. And then next week, we're going to be down to the 30 best players in the world. And for me, the reason I bring this up is the one awesome thing about all of these books that have that have been legalized here in the States is they all offer this dynamic pricing throughout golf tournaments. They change the odds. They allow you to bet in tournament. They allow you to bet top fives and top tens and things like that in tournament as well. Um, so for me, and especially in a tournament like the BMW here where we have not seen this course, we don't know exactly what type of player plays best on this course, you know, what this fits and who this fits the best and things like that. I just wanted to point out that taking advantage of these in game, which I was able to do even last week, um, although we don't have near the menu that you guys have out there that that I, I have here in Nevada. I don't I don't have near that, but I bet in game. Yeah on Finau because one, we had an, and we had 18 holes of actually seeing what this course looked like and what, what things, you know, how it was going to play and whatnot. And, and you also have 18 holes of statistics and you could see, I could see that Tony Finau, despite the fact that he was uh, still up towards the top of the leaderboard after round one, had a lot of things where he could have positive regression. Like he didn't necessarily do X, Y, and Z very well and was still finding himself up in the top 10. And so those are other things we can do and ways that we can attack these golf tournaments. And we don't always just have to bet these outrights and then sit back and and wait until Sunday to see if we win anything or not. And so just wanted to drive that home again, and especially on a tournament like this at a course that we have not seen, that we don't know how it's going to play. If anybody told you they knew how this thing was going to go, they were lying to you whenever we entered this tournament. And so for me, uh, I really do like the fact that with these with these 70 guys, you're able to really get a good snapshot of what type of player who's playing well on this, what you feel about the person's form. And you can come in and make an informed bet while the tournament's still going on. This is one of my favorite ways to bet in all of sports. And, and it led me to a Rory McIlroy win at Quail Hollow because he was having poor form for a while there. And I didn't want to bet him pre-tournament in the event he goes out and shoots, you know, 76 on day one. But you just wait a little bit and see how he's doing. And, and the number didn't change that much from the pre-tournament line. So, you know, that to me is the, the price, the little bit of decreased odds on a decent start for him is worth the sacrifice for the little bit of information I'm getting from round one. So for those of you who um, are looking for key stats in tournament for golf, one of the best things I could recommend is if you go to the PGA Tour app and go on the leaderboard and just pick on and click on any player on there, you click on their name and then under the scorecard tab, if you scroll down, you're not just getting odds for I should say you're not just getting stats for them during the year you're actually getting stats for them in the tournament so you're getting strokes gained off the tee in that tournament strokes gained approach to the green in that tournament so if you're seeing a guy who is you know maybe four strokes off the lead after the first round 
but he's in the top 10 in strokes gained off the tee or strokes gained on approach in the tournament and just had a bad putting day. That's an opportunity for positive regression that maybe the live in-game odds in the outright market aren't quite reflecting yet. So um, absolutely fantastic resource there that's already built into the scoreboard app that you can take advantage yeah, of. So especially over these last couple of weeks, you know, look, it is it is all the best dudes. It's all and as Stephen mentioned, you might miss out on the on the the huge juicy number before the tournament starts, but sometimes having some information and getting that, you know, being able to see the course, see how it's playing, see what type of player is it a bomber? Is it a guy that's accurate? Is it a guy who's really good on a pro, whatever it might be? Uh, what type of guy might be winning that tournament to me is super, super, super important a lot of times. And I just wanted to drive home that that is available to, to, to you. That is a resource and just make sure that if you're betting golf, you don't always have to just make that bet on Wednesday and sit back and wait until Sunday and see if that thing cashes. So uh, definitely go in that direction here over the next couple of weeks. And we can't wait until the new season starts. We're going to have tons of new golf content and we can't wait for that as well. Our friends over at BetMGM have a quick word and then we'll come back and talk some New Orleans Saints. Bet basketball, baseball, or hockey with a risk-free bet up to $600 at BetMGM. Sign up and use bonus code THELINES and you're on your way with the king of sportsbooks. Get the BetMGM app today and use promo code THELINES to make a risk-free bet up to $600. This is a new customer offer. Paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia only. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem. Call one 800 5 522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, and Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. And 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa and Tennessee. Call or text the red line at 800-889-9789. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. 